Hello and welcome to a replay podcast here on the channel. In this episode, I take a look at the legacy of a group of some 55 Italian families that came to the village of Maclavani back in the late 1800s. Today, all that remains of that Italian influence is its church, high on the hill, and the vineyards that those settlers founded, by the way, are still harvested and turned into wine, and families with both Italian first and second names. Many years ago, I heard about this small former colony near where I've lived for nearly 20 years. I've been intrigued ever since. So to my surprise, and by pure chance, I bumped into one of the descendants of one of those Italian families, Julia, and asked her if she could tell me more about her community. She agreed, and so we met her and her family at that Italian church on the hill looking down on the Verbas Valley, just like her ancestors must have done on their arrival over 140 years earlier. It's quite the story. You're listening to an Englishman in the Balkans. We're in this really rustic room in a building overlooking Banyuluka Airport. And when you look in this wonderful view that we have, it's like a, an amazing valley that runs from the Croatian border at the River Sava at one end, and it goes all the way down to the foothills of central Bosnia, which is on the other side of Banyaluka. So we have this valley, and we're on this hill. Now, this hill is particularly special, not only because of the view, because watching or looking at an airport is nothing, but when you're looking at vineyards, now that is something else. And on top of that, this location has a particular community built around it that came here in the late 19th century. And we're going to find out about that. We're going to find out about food and a lot of other things. Now, when we talk about food, we talk about ingredients, right? You have different ingredients that you put in the pot, you mix it all together, and then something comes out and it tastes really nice. Today, we have a linguistic meal that uh, Julia is going to help us with. Because today we will be speaking English, we will be speaking Italian, see? Si. That's Beppe, by the way. Well done, Beppe. Um, we'll be speaking English. Yes, of course. Won't we, Definitely. Julia? I tried to speak English, but I'm not sure if I... <laughs> well, you're doing all right at the moment. And what's your father's name? Romano. And Romano's going to do Serbsky, right? Yes. Dobadan. Dobadan, Kakoste. See, that means how are you? I'm fine. So we're going to try and do all this today, which means that if when I'm talking to Julia, she has like culinary questions, it could be that Beppe, sat on my right, is going to answer those. When we come to the history, her dad is going to tell us that. Right, here's a backgrounder. In the late 19th century, the Ottomans were leaving Bosnia and Herzegovina because the Austro-Hungarians had got the mandate from the international community to take over this particular area. And the powers that be decided that they wanted to improve the quality of life and to take it from being, and I can say this without being ashamed, this peasant culture and try and raise it up to a more European standard. And part of that was they asked some Italian families to bring their skills here. That's where it started. We're here today in 2022, and we're joined by some lovely Italians. I tell you, I've just had some wine and some food, so I don't know if I'm going to get through this, <laughs> but we'll see. Julia, first thing. Yes. Today has been 
an exceptional feast of Italian food. Uh, and if I didn't know that I was in Bosnia-Herzegovina, I would most probably think that I was in Italy. You were born here in Lactarshi. Yes. Uh, you grew up uh, in an Italian family. You've traveled uh, around. Italian, um, not actually only Italian. My mother is not Italian. See? My mother is from... So you've grown up in a multiculti yes. environment. Yes. <laughs> first of all, what, what's it... And, and you've travelled, and some years ago you came back. So, first of all, what was it like growing up here with a family that had not only Serb Serbian influence, but also Italian influence as well? But it, it was very different, you know, from all my, all my friends, from all my, you know, people that I know, because it was... Um, we every year we have two Easter's, two um, Christmas, and uh, it was completely different from other people that it's living here. But it it was very nice, very nice anyway. And uh, some um, uh, sisters and brothers from my grandfather every year came here from Rome, and then we have you know spend more time with them and we go around and came here on the church and uh, cemetery and everything and it was it was very nice anyway did you feel did you feel more italian or more serbian and the reason i asked that is that my grandparents were irish okay and at my age now and i'm on the wrong side of 60 i still feel more irish than i, I do english that's why i would like well, to find out from you actually uh it's two different things when i been here, I feel more Serbia, normal from here, from Bosnia, Serbia, wherever. Uh, because you are grow up here, you you have everything you know here. But then when I move in Italy in two thousand one, and um, I feel very um, very good in Italy. I pick up everything from Italian people, like. I was maybe grow up there, I was born there and everything because I don't know, I like food and like people and like, uh, but wherever the Italian people done, I'm, I like it everything. And uh, I don't know, <laughs> I feel more <laughs> Bosnian before, but now I'm, <clears throat> I'm feeling more maybe Italian, I don't know. I want to ask Deda the same question. When, when he grew up all those years and he grew up a long time before, okay. before you did, yeah. His memories of his family, was it more Italian then or more Serbian? Okay. He told me that uh, he born here. And then um, in here, now it's Bosnia, but before it was ex-Yugoslavia. And he always feel like from here, not like Italian. So what does he feel now with you bringing the Italian side of the community back to the forefront? Zato što si ti došlo mi, imaš zeta koji je Italijan, bio su u Italiji, imaš lišta. Da li te to povezano, kako se sada osjećaš više? Vraćaju se korijen, kako treknu, 
Drago mi da ste došli. Ne, kako se ti osjećaš? Ja sam presretno. Italijani ili te vuče više na italijanskoj ili... Više me vuče na ovu ovdje Republika Srpska i ovdje Šmrzi. He feel more, anyway, he's very happy that we are here now, that all family is together, and then he's... Son-in-law? Yes, son-in-law. It's Italian, and even me, I'm... No, I'm not telling that I'm completely Italian, but I'm speaking very well Italian, and I'm feeling not more Italian than Bosnian or Serbian, but, you know. But anyway... He is born here and my father lived in Italy for 15 years, I think, 20, more or less 20 years. But, you know, every Friday, take the car, come here, stay here with the people that are staying here. You know, when you are born somewhere, it's always, you know, your place. Indifferently, if you are Italian or if you are English, or it's. Um... But there, there is there is this cultural connection, this community connection here, for those from those first Italians that came. There's a church here. Yes. There's there's but super wine. Actually, I think my father's family and maybe another one, it was unique family that stay here. So you're saying most of them went back? A lot of people that when he, he, they came here for during the war and everything, a lot of people came back into Italy. My father's family and I think another one, I don't know now the name, we always stay here. No one came back to Italy to live. So how many families would you say, and maybe... Your father yeah. can, can tell us. How, how many families within this community, this tight community that you have on Hill, how many still have some form of Italian in their daily life, whether that is phraseology in their speech or the way they eat? I can maybe answer to this question because um, actually the old people, it's no one it's with, with us now. It's all dead now. And uh, the, the, you know, the son or the, the daughter or everything else that it's coming after. These people now, it's in, actually, it's born in Italy. And yeah, we know that it's Bosnia, that it's Italian church, it's everything, but no one is coming. Sometimes someone is coming here, but it's not feeling actually from here. Now you married a very, a very uh, nice guy. Beppe was over there. Thank you. He's got, that, he's got the nicest actor's beard I've ever seen. But no, no, I mean, it, it, he's here. We've been eating food today. Uh, I didn't know that he's a chef. Your son is your sous chef in a restaurant. So yeah, in, in a way, to do sous chef. Yeah. In a way, and I, an answer honestly now. In a way, it's like a renaissance for that Italian origination yes. of all those years ago that you've brought back. Did you plan to do that? No, definitely no. Me, no, because I, I, when I uh, went to live in Italy, I, you know, just go, go away from here, but not because I don't have money or the, just because I, I have possibility to go in Italy to learn the language, to do something different, no? 
And uh, then I meet my husband and then everything is changed completely because I, I want to stay maybe for one year, two years to learn the language and then come back here and just work and do my things. But now everything is changed, you know? And first time when I bring uh, Giuseppe here, it was like uh, seven, almost 18 years ago, no? And uh, he told me, I want to live here one day. And I had no way. I don't think so, we live here, you know, just... I, I can't imagine that someone from Italy, that it's born in Italy, I'm di completely different. It's coming here to live like you from Engl England that you're know, here, you know. It was 20, almost 20 years ago, it was very difficult to understand that someone can come here to live. But uh, everything, a lot of things change, even in Italy, in England or wherever. And now we are here and uh, yeah, <laughs> actually maybe he was right when he told me. 20 years ago, I want to live here, and now we are here, we are living here. And You've got two great children. You've got um, Thank you. uh, an older boy, mm -hmm. uh, who I said earlier on could be your sous chef, yeah. and a very talented daughter. We've just had a piano recital from her. Uh, the thing about those two is that they speak with a better London accent than I do. <laughs> Why did you go to London to open a restaurant? Perché era aprire un ristorante perché la mia passione è la cucina. Um so he, he basically wanted to change a bit and he was a big fan and he still is of Amy Winehouse and <laughs> <laughs> and he really liked he really likes like the Candem um, and like he always wanted to go there. And basically, it's just like his passion. And when he decided to come to London, he also decided to open a restaurant because his passion is cooking. Was it difficult for you to run an Italian restaurant in London, which is different from here when there's so few of them, but in London, there's so many of them. That must have been a challenge. Era difficile per te aprire un ristorante in italiano perché tipo qua ce ne sono pochi, però invece in Inghilterra che ce ne sono tanti, No, perché Grandin Town non ce n'erano tanti e poi gli inglesi cercavano l'italiano italiano, la pasta italiana, l'ambiente, il calore, la festa italiana, italiano. E abbiamo fatto quattro anni belli con gli inglesi e con parecchi italiani che ci sono a Londra. Um, he said that it wasn't hard because in Candem there wasn't many Italian restaurants and people wanted to have like the true Italian um, food and like the tradition and he just felt like that was 
what he meant, meant to do. We had a tasting today. Doesn't she speak perfect English? You'd think she was, right? Yeah, I agree. We, we, I'm not speaking. <laughs> we, we had a <laughs> we had a tasting no, today. No, it's not. And I, it's because I, we already. I know we finished it. Finish everything. There's hardly anything left for those for those that can see at home, right? Um, but no, we there was pasta served today, and I just love pasta, and I said to uh, Julia about. The pasta here is different from anywhere else that I've had it. That includes uh, the Italian restaurants I used to go to uh, back when I was in England. But definitely here, there is an amazingly outstanding difference. And I said to her, you know, how do you do that? She said, I don't do it. It's Beppe that does it. Yes. Um, and she also said that he had an issue. Beppe, when you started to create your menu and to create the food... Um, how easy or not was it for you to get local chefs working in your kitchen to produce a menu to your standard? Praticamente, tipo, quando hai fatto il menu e tipo tutta la roba che volevi fare da mangiare, quanto difficile era fare i tipo i chef che hai trovato locali, farli tipo fare il da mangiare che volevi come lo vuoi fare tu? Eh, fortunatamente eh, sono riuscito a creare uno staff solo italiano, Napoli, eh, Sicilia, il nostro staff era tutto. Ah, qui! Do, do you mean here or in London? Here. Here. Zara, ovvio. Non, non proprio tanto. Due mesi, due mesi abbastanza, abbastanza duri e... Devi fare vedere come, come si fa la, la bolognese, come si fa la cottura, i tempi di cottura. Poi se la materia prima è buona, riusciamo a trovare pasta buona, sugo buono, italiano. E bisogna lavorare insieme a, ai ragazzi che ci sono. Um, basically, like, it took two months and it was, like, really hard because you have to show everything. And when you find, like, the right... The right yeah, because he doesn't, he doesn't speak the language, so, like, it was... That was also the hard job. And But when you find, like, the right products and everything, it's, like, a lot easier. But, like, you just have to show and help because there's, like, no other way. You know, when you're talking about the products, the ingredients, yes. I noticed today that when we were having the uh, pasta, your, your mother said, this is pork cheek. And I noticed that Tamara went, mm? and so pork cheek is not a normal thing here. How difficult has it been for Beppe to find what he needs to get that total Italian taste? Uh, quanto difficile era per trovare tutti gli ingredienti giusti, tipo guanciale o la roba che usi, mm. per fare tipo la, la, il cibo italiano tradizionale? Eh, era difficile, però con l'aiuto di mio suocero lo facciamo noi, lo fa lui e quindi i nostri amici. E, Abbiamo, gli abbiamo insegnato più o meno come com fare e adesso abbiamo il guanciale e abbiamo i prodotti che, che sono giusti, sono come i nostri. 
a parte quello che importiamo dall'Italia, c'è tutto. So basically there will, there's like pretty much everything from the help of Romano and like their friends and um, except for like the things that they bring from Italy but for the rest like they basically found everything that they need. Just like that? Yes. We just explained the people how to make it and now we made it here, Guanciale, that it's porci. What is the reaction to mum and dad, your mum and dad, to what you're doing? Are they supportive or are they shocked? Maybe a, maybe a little bit of both, huh? Both of them, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, uh, it, they, they help. It's very good for us because even me, for 20 years, I, I didn't live, live here and everything has changed. 20 years, it's a lot of time, you know? But with, with them, it's easy for us, you know, everything, even, you know, to find the products, to, to find the people that you can work with them and, you know, a lot of things. But it's, it's easy with, with them here. You know. Today, when I arrived, there was this guy with a sort of like white beard um, from Belgrade, yes. I think. And um, I mean, my Serbian is pretty limited and his English was extremely good. So once again, I felt like I was in League Division 3. But nevertheless, um, I then get to find out that he's, he's quite a celebrity. Is that not right? He's a celebrity, Emma. He is, yes. 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 Yeah, he's, he's famous. He's yeah, like a so television program. Yeah, he's got a TV program in Serbia. Total transparency here. Yes, I did get a selfie with him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> when a TV chef from a, from a neighbouring country um, such as Serbia brings a TV crew to see you uh, at the epicenter of where an Italian community was and the epicenter of every community is its church, which yeah. is right next to us, uh, and then uh, proceeds to look at the food that you create, uh, the culture that you're, you're following. To me, that means that you have started to arrive and make an impact in this area. We hope. We definitely hope that it's like you are just explained because we wanted to bring something different here. You know, the people, uh, it's, it's not like I live for, in London for five years in, in London, like you had told before, it's a lot of Italian people. It's a lot of other cultures, kitchens and everything. But here it's actually no. Here it's very difficult that you can find, I don't know, uh, different type of restaurants and everything. And then we, we want to make, make something different, you know, that people, when they come with, to our restaurant, that can then tell, yes, this pasta, it's pasta, it's very good. It's the same like maybe I eat in Italy when I go for the, um, for the holidays or something on something a little bit different, definitely. I've lived here long enough to know, and I, and I think one should always be open and honest. Um, I've seen restaurants come and go in Banyaluca. I've seen Asian restaurants, I've seen French restaurants, I've seen Spanish restaurants. They sort of like there for three or four weeks or three or four months, and then they go because the local culture is conservative with a small C. Mentality, it, the, the mentality yeah. is very difficult. Yeah. So. That's been in the back of my mind 
it kept me awake all night last night about how how do you defeat any negativity or any conservatism with a small c yeah. to what you're doing it's not easy it's not easy because you, because you need to explain the people and i just push them to try something different because our people it's eating a lot of meat and just meat and you know and just try this and maybe you can like it if you you need to try something to say i don't like this or either i like this you know you need to try something different to see to tell me yeah i uh no this one i don't like it or maybe this one it's okay or you know it's difficult even now it's not easy but we are here and we are going <laughs> you know we want to, to to try and we don't want to um, uh, i don't know how to to, to in english uh, we don't french come si dice molare non vogliamo molare yeah, give up. We don't want to give up, definitely. Is that why you chose your hometown of Lactashi? Because, to be honest, it has a small a small population. The Obstina, the municipality is yes, big. Yes. But the, the town, as it is now, yes. is small. Is that why you chose here rather than go into Banyaluka and take on the big... Actually, the big... In the, when we start, we want to open something in Banyaluka because Banyaluka is biggest and there's a lot of people and everything and even the tourists and... Uh, but then uh, you know it's more difficult even if uh, and then we think maybe it's better here small something uh, very very like inti intimate no intimate yeah no. and then uh, people if they try something that we made even they can come even from Banyaluka or from other place you know and uh, just to, to explain to people that everything is in family, you know, not like um, I'm opening the restaurant, the big one, I never going inside, you know, just the people it's working for me and that's it. We want to be there, we want to speak with the people that it's coming in and then we want to, you know, like like a big family, to stay together and let them try our plates and food and uh, even to make them friends and that people is coming because we are inside, you know. <laughs> I've stalked you on Facebook, so I know. <laughs> that was that in a nice way. Um, you've been to, re well, one of, the, one of the recent posts was that you went to a, a wine fair. Yes, yes. In, in Verona. It, Verona. The Verona wine fair. Yeah. Do you, do you think that it, that, that it is important to bring things like Italian wine. Tamara and I drank some Italian wine yeah. today and it is markedly different from the wine that is produced here yeah. domestically. So a two-part question. Do you think bringing different wines is exciting? Do, do local people find that exciting? And two, how does that compete with that vineyard that is at the bottom of the hill, just outside those yeah. windows where we're sitting. Uh, actually, when we went to Verona to wine fair, uh, we bring my friend. It's my friends. We grow up together from um, the school, and we we just grow up together. Now my friends is having the like um, um, it's um, 
fornitore? Import. It's making import import exports from the drinks and uh, all things, no? And I bring him with me in Italy, and then we try different kind of wine and explain that everything. And my friends actually in, import some Italian wine because we want to do this. And uh, now the people, it's coming back to my place because I have Italian wine different from all other places, not like the same, you know. And I think that people it's like to, to try something different and it's, uh, it's nice because I have a lot of people that is coming, I want to try, you know, I drink the red wine from Italy that you have uh, and um, why not? Just something, we need to do something different because if you're going to all other place, it's always the same wine. Even me, I have wine from here, from Serbia, from, uh, it's good, you know, even it's very, very good wine, but we are Italian restaurant. We want to have Italian wine, very good Italian wine that people, when it's coming to us, that it's wow. This, I try this wine here. I, I can't find in any other restaurant or, or um, and anyway, we, we have, you know, mix <laughs> from here, from Italia, but I think it's, it's good. You know, the people, it's like it. Is Beppe really good with fast, quick questions? Uh, I don't know. Let's Twice. find, let's find yeah. out. <laughs> Beppe, Please. your menu is diverse at the moment. What is your dream? Because everybody has a dream. What is your dream for your menu? Do you want to make it more half and half, more local and Italian, or do you want to go for that Formula One option of 100% Italian for your guests? Um, I think that tipo c'è il menu un po' tipo metà metà. Tu per tipo il tuo sogno vorresti farlo ancora che può tipo un poco italiano e un poco serbo o 100% italiano? No, vorrei continuare così 50-50. Quello che c'è di meglio qui e quello che è di meglio in Italia è per, per unire comunque. Um, he would still like to keep it like the half and half because like he wants to keep the best of Italian food and the best of Serbian food or let's say local food, um, which is like to get more people to come because maybe not everybody likes Italian food, for example. Reasons. I mean, that's weird, but still. Cool. There's two people we've left out of this, and we and I don't like leaving people out. Okay. So, what does Barker and uh, Mama? What does Mama and Tata? What, what, what do they What do they think about what you've done so far? <laughs> I see. Are you see? What does my father think? I'm crazy. <laughs> my, my, my audio, audio is a theatre of the mind. <laughs> Dad had just put a, a cork screw in his, in his head. Um, but your mum thinks it's great. Yeah, definitely. Does she eat with you? What? Does she eat at your restaurant? Yes, of course. 
And, 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 and made the food in our house, like Italian food, not always. The, my mom, it's very good. Chef. Chef. Italian chef. No, no, no. Cook. Cook, you know, like traditional our food. But my my mom is like Italian food. And then we when we are all together, we always made the food at home, Italian food and something, you know, different. So what is Barker's favorite that you make? Pasta. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> my mother said, I like pasta. I love pasta. Pasta with um, um, porcini mushroom, sausages. <laughs> oh, it's something like uh, it's homemade. I'm going to have to go to hospital in a minute. You know that. <laughs> you can come in my restaurant. I have this pasta on my menu. It's amazing. It's homemade pasta with uh, sausages and uh, porcini mushroom. But usually all type of pasta, it's the best. And then my father say he liked the pasta. She liked the pasta, but she even like me. I'm Italian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Right. Final question for you. You set up in, in Lactashi. You did say to me that you chose Lactashi, not only because it's your place of birth, but it's a small enough market for you to do your experimentation yeah. and um, and test your business yeah. plan out. We all have dreams. I know that dreams changed as we get older and yeah. situation changes. But if you could put all the exterior pressures to one side, what is Julia's dream? My dream? <laughs> it's so many, but no. Uh, actually, every time when I'm, when I'm going to holiday, somewhere where is the sea, where is the nice, you know, place, and then I, I tell my husband, why we are go to London to live when it's always grey, you know, in the raining and everything, and then we came even here that we don't have a sea, we don't have, you know, it's completely different. Uh, maybe to live somewhere um, where is the sea, but not too much people, yeah? Just a small, small town with not too much people, not too much problems. Mm, and that's it. Maybe, you know, just open to, to small, uh, I don't know, kiosk, kiosk. Like a small uh, traffic place, like a kiosk. No, but on the on the uh, on the. Or like a bistro. Kiosco sulla spiaggia. Um, to have like a mini. Um, a small place on the beach. Yes, like, like you know, just to, where you sell things. To like send the contents, yeah. you know, and that's it. All day you um, you have a, like a very nice. Like ice, like ice creams at Brighton. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Like a mini market. But just a then small one. I want just to make the cocktails and stay with the people, just a small one. And then all they stay in Jamaica music. Yes, look the sea and that's it. I love him because he <laughs> likes Jamaican music. <laughs> I don't, uh, maybe, but now we need to grow up the kids and then maybe, who knows? Well, we're going to be following your... <laughs> 
Enjoy your, your adventures. Maybe I'm not just staying here for a... <laughs> no, but we're going to follow your adventures. Yep, yep. And I would say that if anybody comes to the north of Bosnia-Herzegovina, the Republika Srpska, and if you're crossing the border in particular at Gradiška and you're yep. driving down, um, please, you know, make your first night, your over overnight stay as you drive deeper possibly into the Balkans, stay in Laktash, it's, 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 um, what's the name of your place again? It's calling Stella. Ristobar Stella. See, say that again. Ristobar Stella. She says it much better than I could ever do. <laughs> um, it's to go to Stella Ristobar. It, <laughs> it's small. Um, it's, it's Bijou in a way. And it's totally intimate, and I think the service that you get there, it's first class. I'm not being paid to say this. Tamara and I, it's like our second home. You know, you have we'd super glue ourselves onto the chairs if we could get away with it. Julia, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. We won't super glue ourselves to the chairs because that'll cause you a, a real nightmare. <laughs> Beppe, thank you very much indeed. You're welcome. Um, I'm going to have to pay huge amounts of money for my interpreter. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and please say thank you to mum and dad.